0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to a—I know these could exist in this season, at least—a winning episode recap of the Talking Blues podcast. Chelsea two, Fulham nil, and for once this season, Chelsea is on the opposite side of the team that scores zero goals in a match. It's revolutionary. It's unbelievable. And luckily, we are here to talk about it a day late. That's okay, though. Coming to you live on Tuesday morning um josh here with my friend and co-host peter alex has class right now so he's unable to join us for this uh recording which is unfortunate because i don't know how many more we're gonna have of these winning shows this season uh chelsea moved to two two and three on the year fulham with this loss also moves to two two and three on the year and there was a lot of good in this match um obviously the goals with Uh, Mudrik and Broja coming in quick succession in the 18th and 19th minute. I was absolutely like astonished when those goals went in, especially Mudrik's first one, because I was surprised that he even scored. You know, I just, it was like a figment of my imagination that Mikhailo Mudrik was going to score in the year 2023, but he does it and he does it with Chelsea. So it's very exciting stuff. And, Although the team was actually on the opposing end, I should say, of the possession, uh, it seemed like it was a very Fulham-dominated game, in my opinion, and it was just kind of those counterattack opportunities, again, in quick succession of like a minute apart, where Chelsea were able to climb the ladder and become the um, better side by just finishing those two chances, and then it was just like okay, Fulham will let you control the game, but just don't let you get two goals. And that's exactly what happened. And that's good football. That's how you play it. And obviously, again, they had those opportunities, uh, but Chelsea did not allow them to square the game up. And that's exactly what we want to see from a quality squad. And that's what they did. Uh, Peter, I'll send it to you about how you're doing and, and your reactions to this win.
1: Well, I'm doing great because like you say, who would have thought, you know, an actual win, you know, never thought I'd see the day. I thought I was destined to watch us score zero goals for uh, maybe eternity at that point. But no, we finally got some goals. And I mean, like you say, Mudrick scoring, eh, literally the craziest thing. And then one minute later, scoring again, which arguably in an even crazier way of us actually winning the ball high up the field because of a successful press. I don't think I've actually seen us do that in like... Uh, maybe years at this point where we've had a very good press we've won the ball up high and then we've immediately just counted and made one pass and scored and that literally i was like tearing up i was like oh my gosh like we we are finally back we finally are able to score we finally have a system that works and i think that gives us hope for the future i think rightly so some fans were doubting poch and some fans were doubting the process and I i hope this game gives them a little bit of a little bit of hope there because you can definitely. We played well enough in this game. There were times where Fulham did dominate and we did have to go. We were on the back foot a, a bit, but for the most part, we played very, very well. We pressed very, very well. We had a good system, and that's still with like a playing right back. And we don't have Reese James or Malagusto there, and we still don't have Lavia to come into the squad yet. It's so. I think it's definitely going to get better as people get back from injury, as Poch just gets more time to actually work with the players because you can see you can see right here this game is an example of it of just of of what what we can be when we're at our best. And we have not been at our best recently, most definitely not. But when we are, we have these great connections. There's so many times throughout the game where we made some great great combinations, some one-touch passing, Gallagher even had, like, a flick over someone, which is, like, insane, because obviously I don't think Conor Gallagher is very much known for his uh, 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 dribbling ability and flair, but even he was able to do that. And I don't know. It just it, it was just such a good game just because it showed that we can actually score, which is what we need, and it showed that although we might – this season is still going to be a struggle, and I'm sure there will be many more losses on the horizon, especially as we get up to the tough part of our schedule, it does show – that we do have hope to become a competent side again, maybe not this year, but hopefully in the near future.
0: Yeah. And uh, I, I want to read a quote that uh Brogia was talking to talk sport. He said, quote, it's an unbelievable feeling. It's been a long time coming about his goal. And he also said, quote, uh, we are gelling as a team. It's not going to happen overnight. It's important for us to have that time to keep progressing as a team. And here's the deal, right? So, <laughs> you can say that the team is going to take time to gel. I understand that there's a difference between like a couple of weeks and an entire season to gel. Uh, and, and we're, we're like, I understand we're only what um, seven or eight, eight matches in, but at this point, you know, if, if the season continues to progress like it is right now, Chelsea's not even getting close to winning the league. We're not even talking about that, but a top 10 top five finishes in the bounds as well. Um, and if you just continue to start off slow, you're not going to be able to get anywhere close to that, especially, um, you know, just later down the line with all these, all, all these teams that you're playing throughout the season. And, and like you said, players get injured and we had a few of those today. Um, did we, or did you already mention that? Do you want to go to that now?
1: Uh, uh, do, you, do you want to talk about them? You can go talk about them. But well,
0: I mean, I'm. Tr- so how many, how many people were there? So well, okay. got injured after scoring his goal. I know that. Then Ian Matson came on for him. Um, Broja as well, right? Uh, uh, Broja
1: did go off, but I saw someone on Twitter who's somewhat in the know and think that was planned. But even if it was planned for him to only play 60 minutes, I don't know why he would go off with medical personnel and not just on his own. So I do consider that an injury. And then Casado, of course, right at the end comes up a bit. But supposedly it's not too bad. And Posh is hopeful he'll play. He's playing this weekend. And I'm also hopeful he's playing this weekend because we very much need him. I do not. I I. I mean, Gallagher's actually been good, but I don't want to see him without help from Casado's cover. But I think those are all the injuries. I mean, there could be more just because of how injury-prone we are because at this point, I feels like we get like 10 – our entire starting lineup gets injured at some point. But I think that's it.
0: Yeah, I I think you're right. And um, so I want to – I mean, this preview shouldn't – or this recap, excuse me, shouldn't be too long. I, I will go through the stats here real quick. Uh, like I said, Fulham did actually uh, – They controlled most of the possession in this match, almost fifty six percent to Chelsea's forty four. Four to three in shots on goal for the Blues, eleven to ten in shot attempts for the Blues, fifteen to ten fouls headed towards Fulham. Although Chelsea did have four yellow cards in this one, corners were eight to one. Fulham controlled those, and um, so now with this or after this match, we look to Chelsea's future in their schedule. And I don't know, so we looked at this game, right? When we previewed this game a little bit, we talked about how like, earlier in the season, the beginning of the season, I would be like, Fulham, okay, that's like an easy win type of thing. And then we talked about last episode, like for Chelsea, there's no easy wins anymore. There's no guarantees. Uh, Although, I wouldn't say they proved us wrong and this was a guaranteed win, but it felt like a pretty comfortable win uh, once they nodded in those two goals. Chelsea now plays Burnley. On Saturday at 10 a.m., 3 p.m. Uh, England uh, time in England, Burnley are still without a win this season. I believe they are 0-1 and five. They are second to last in the Premier League table, and the only team behind them being what is it? Uh, Sheffield, I want to say, who are also Probably without a win.
1: What'd you say? Is Luton above them now? Yeah, they have a win. Oh, I forgot about that Everton lost to them. Oh, my God. That was embarrassing. Yeah. (laughs) So it's uh, three clubs
0: left without a win yet this season, them being Sheffield United, Burnley, and Bournemouth. So, Peter, we talk about must-wins, and we talk about easy wins and guaranteed wins. Now, again, no game in the Premier League is a guaranteed win. However, if Chelsea is going to score two goals against Fulham and win that match, I would... I mean, you would have to think this is an easy win, right? I mean, come on, they're playing Burnley, a side that again is still without uh, a victory this season, and I know Chelsea only have two of them, but I think the, the boys have to go out here and just kind of show what they got, and th- that we should run away with this match. Um, I would hold. They don't call easily. us
1: Charity FC. They call us Charity FC for your reason, my friend. I'm worried. It's always the relegation fodder that they, that. Like, um, unironically, I'm less. I'm more scared for a game against Burnley because, especially if they. Oh wait, a low I'm. Block. I'm
0: literally looking at the wrong schedule. Are you? Or, am I not? No, no, no. We do play Burnley. I don't know why I said that. I thought I was like, <laughs> November for a second. I was like November four games. No, four. no, no, no. I'm but... right. Burnley on a on Saturday, and then the the break, and then Arsenal two weeks after that. Uh, yeah,
1: I mean, like you said, this is a must win game, especially because after that Arsenal game, we then have to play, we have to play all the top clubs, basically, because if you think about who we've played so far, it's basically all been bottom half clubs for the most part, like we still haven't played like Spurs, City, Newcastle, like Man U, like all these great, great teams that will, Man U, maybe not this year, but <laughs> theoretically Man U. Um, we all have to play these good, good teams. And if we're struggling, which we have been against these, these bottom side clubs. And I mean, I was kind of saying it where I think we're usually better against big teams, honestly, because they play more of a high line and give us space, which I think we're we're better at exploiting. We have the players for that more, especially Mudrick. But I mean, we need to win this game. We have momentum now for the first time in weeks where we're coming off of a good one where we played well, we're going up against a team, like you said, without a victory. So All signs point to us being able to win this game this weekend, but it is Chelsea FC, so I don't think you can ever say that it's an easy win, because you know we're going to make it hard for some reason.
0: Yeah, um, I mean, that's really it for me. I think it's just like, it's Tuesday, so it's early, so we're not going to do a whole preview for that one. Um, We're hoping to have a recap after that match, if not on Saturday, then on Sunday, and uh, we'll be watching it live, I'm sure. Peter, I just realized you might actually be able to watch that match together. We'll be home for our fall break. So that might be a time yep. we can get together and watch. That would be cool. We um, could. So, yeah, we'll have to see and think about that. And um, that'll be fun. Yeah. Okay. So we, we appreciate you listening to this episode of the Talking Blues Podcast. You can follow us at Talking Blues Pod on Twitter. And... Um, subscribe wherever you're listening will podcast spotify again i know this this episode might be a little weird you know first time listening or like why are they like this is like a very short like not really detailed recap um you know obviously today after the game i do want to give that little excuse and then you know we're, we're kind of missing our third member here so we do like to bounce off of each other a lot here in these podcasts but kind of just going back and forth is not our normal style here we did however want to get a recap episode out there so um you know, this is this is what we have, and we're hoping that the three man group will be back for the recap against Burnley. For Peter, my name is Josh, and we will see you next time for another episode of the Talking Boost Podcast. Go Chelsea. Let's win another one, please, while we're at it. Why not?